KP, KPC, News, Information, Culture, KPCC, California Sensibility. Hey, I'm Amy Choi. And I'm Rebecca Lair, and we are the Mashup Americans. Um, well, it's spring break time. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rebecca, I know you love a beach. So have you ever been to Puerto Rico? I do love a beach. And no, it's one of my deepest regrets of over a decade on the East Coast is that I never got to Puerto Rico. And when you live in New York, it just feels so close. You mean like in the Bronx? <laughs> Yeah, well, Puerto Rico (laughs) is basically off the 6 train. I don't know if you guys knew that. I just take the subway there. No, but uh, but seriously, it felt felt like there's such a strong tie and there's such a strong Puerto Rican influence in New York, which as somebody from L.A. felt so different than the Latin culture I grew up in. And as a side note, please watch our favorite Puerto Rican, Jennifer Lopez, doing carpool karaoke because it's a dream. (laughs) <laughs> it, it is a dream. And I have to say her attachment to her hoop earrings, it really oh, it gets me because I feel like it comes from the soul. Oh, it's just so deep in there. I really respect it. It's that. right in there. <laughs> New Rican culture is its whole own entity. And so our guest this week, Laya Garcia, knows all about it. She's the deputy editor of Lenny Letter. She was born and raised in Puerto Rico and moved to the U.S. for college, now lives in New York. Um, and we had just had a great conversation about what it means to be Puerto Rican in the U.S., which is confusing. You know, and we just talked about language, family, Seinfeld, and of course, avocados and sofrito. She does love avocados and Seinfeld, as do we. So we had a really nice starting place. Um, (laughs) So let's talk Lenny Letter. If you guys haven't been reading it, it's a newsletter started by Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor. It's feminist. It's smart. It's extremely mashy. Just like Laya. On to the show. Wait, so, t- okay, so people have called you Lisa? Yeah, one time it happened, but it's like, I'll never forget it. No, never. Because <laughs> I was like, never. you're not trying. <laughs> Another thing that happens to me with the name is um, if I give somebody like my ID or my passport, people will see Laya. They don't know what that is. And my middle name is Christine. Mm. And they'll just be like, Christine. And it's like, you don't get to just <laughs> skip over a name because you've never seen it before. Like, that's not how that works. And it happens all the time like do they assume that like it's transposed the way that sometimes your last name goes first i it's super <laughs> weird and i'm always like you don't get to just you can't yeah be like i don't know what this is so i'm gonna <laughs> pretend it's not there let's do the lenny yep can we like just say what your um what your like role and title is at lenny and then a quick description of what lenny letter is okay so uh, I work at Lenny. I'm the deputy editor there. And Lenny is a newsletter started by Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor. And what we do is it's a little magazine that arrives in your email uh, twice a day. On Tuesdays, you get an email with five stories that cover your sort of general topics like politics, work, relationships. And then on Friday, you get uh, an interview with a, a woman two times a m- or two times a man so far <laughs> who uh, we think you should get to know more about um, and she's being, I think, a little modest. You can talk about how crazy gangbusters Lenny is. I mean, it's <laughs> it's just we have a we have a very small staff, which I think people don't realize. And I don't ever have time to really uh, step back and be like, damn, this is 
cool like yeah. i know it's cool but you can't just be like yeah it's like a pretty cool thing that we do all the time it's like not a big deal yeah um you're working your face off <laughs> yeah. yeah so you wrote a really smart piece in the new york times about cultural appropriation which is a kind of that you need to give credit where credit is is due and essentially that right that it's not okay to just like mi mimic something but that mixing is okay yeah um basically and it's also cultural appropriation was also weird because it's not something that i knew about or experienced until i moved to the states um and then you it's weird because then you're like oh my god like we are so racist but the way that i feel about it is i you know you should obviously never dress up in a costume as somebody's culture like that's not cool but i think as if you admire us an aspect of a different culture than yours and you're respectfully you know representing it and giving credit like i don't think that that should be a bad thing because in my head i'm always you know like you move to america and it's like it's the melting pot well you can't have a melting pot if you're separating things um but at the same time i have other friends like Asian friends who are like, well, when I went to school and I ate my, I, I brought my tofu, like people made fun of me and now everybody's eating tofu. It's weird because it's food, but I understand that too. And I don't have, like, I feel like that's also valid, but, at the, but I feel like in this, at the same time, it's like, it's progress that we're all being cool with everybody's food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, totally agree. You know, it's so, it's the, the tone and the perspective you take on it in a lot of ways but yeah i mean also our lives are mashed up right yeah. so it's like you know I i'm frankly I, I probably grew up around more koreans than amy did that's a 100 percent <laughs> true right uh doesn't make me more korean uh but the, it, it, but uh it makes me zero korean let's just be really clear about that <laughs> But, it's like how I like to pretend that I'm Jewish because I grew up in the North Shore of Chicago. Yeah. And Rebecca's like, well, you... <laughs> but but there's a I mean, it, it still it, it, it becomes part of the, there's there's a porousness to a lot of this. And yeah. it I mean, it makes me love and appreciate it. And it feels like a part of my cultural L.A. cultural heritage. Right. Yeah. I you think know? That, that counts, too. But at the same time, like I went on this weird Twitter it wasn't Twitter. Rant, it was kind of a Twitter rant this week because people keep talking about avocados like they're a white people thing. Oh. And it really pisses me off. Yeah. A, <laughs> avocados are delicious. The best. The and most they are important thing. an important part of any meal. And people are like, get out of here with your like avocado white girl. And it's like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> like I get that avocado toast is a new thing that people are into. It's actually like a new thing for me. Like we don't eat avocado on toast. That's not a thing Puerto Ricans do. But like, let's not. Don't take away my vegetable or mm. my fruit. What is it? It's a fruit. fruit. It's a fruit. But it's the most important food group. God, don't I take think it's the best. It's, it's like lime. I'm like everything should just have yeah. avocado and lime. Like somebody posted a meme on Facebook the other day that was like a picture of somebody in tears, and the caption was like, "When you find out, when you find out there's avocado after you've eaten." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I but was that, like, that's oh, so <laughs> real. There's like a second avocado stomach. Yeah, you know, avocado. I don't think oh, that, that would I mean, really I would still impede, eat right? it. Yeah, but when you mix it together, right, that's better the best. Results. I better know results. rice, beans, and avocado with lime and salt. That was the welcome meal I had for Rebecca when she got to New York this week. Yeah, it's <laughs> the best food in America <laughs> really or is. anywhere in the world. Yep. Um, yeah, I think we we totally like. It's like don't go wear a kimono to go to a Japanese art show but, i'll kill you uh, but on the <laughs> other hand it doesn't mean you can't appreciate so much about the culture and figure out ways to 
integrate it or learn more or or what ha- what have yeah, you like don't mock it don't yeah. make it a costume just like be chill about it it's I'm right not, i'm not gonna i just want to clarify i'm not <laughs> saying that other cultures do not eat avocado <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, but it's 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 but a when primary people food are group. like white girl go back to your latte i'm like don't do that to my avocado <laughs> you're like you know what chill. <laughs> that white girl's getting on board and that's good yeah and i love it she's eating a healthy fat God. that tastes delicious <laughs> it has its own oil. outfit mm. on it does have its own outfit on i know so supposedly the seed of an avocado a it, you can use it to make dye and b it's actually super nutritious like How do you eat it? it? I, I think you have to like soften and then dust. grind it. Yeah, that's too hard for me. That's somebody really else. Yeah. yeah, that's like one. That's like five hundred steps too far for me. <laughs> well, so give us a little bit of your family story. Um, we learned uh, you were just telling us earlier before we started the podcast that you came to Philadelphia from Puerto Rico for college. But can you go back a little bit? Sure. Um, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. I spent all my life there. Um, all of my family is puerto rican i have a dominican grandfather but other than that everybody's just (laughs) puerto rican um so i moved to the states for the first time when i went to college in philadelphia and it was really weird the first class that i took um like that semester was called uh i think it was called global transitions Mm -hmm. and on the first day everybody like sat around in a circle and the teacher was like everybody go around and say what you are that's such a that is such a hard and semi-invasive question but it was weird because i had never been exposed to this so everybody's going around being like i'm a quarter german like a quarter irish and two percent this and i was just like what is this what's going on like i've never and i was just like i'm puerto rican (laughs) but puerto ricans are are a mix of things too right yeah but you don't break it we don't break it down yeah you know like I know that I'm African, Spanish, and whatever little bit of Indian is left over, but like, yeah, native, Taino, but, you know. (laughs) Do you identify at all as an American? No, but yes. Totally. (laughs) We get it. And what about being a Puerto Rican from Puerto Rico, from the island, and then living in New York, and there's this New Yorican culture and community? How does that kind of play out for you? Do you feel connected to it? I do now. Mm-hmm. What I found now is that the long, the longer that I've been here and the more that I realize that, um, like, I probably won't go back to Puerto Rico to live there. Um, the more that I realize that, like, I will become a New Yorican because there will be a, a point in my life, like, in two years, I will have lived in Puerto Rico and the States the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. So after, and already I feel like that changes uh, like my identity, the way that other people will see me. Mm-hmm. Because before it would be like, you know, people be like, oh, you like, you don't have an accent. And I'd be like, thank you, I guess. Right. <laughs> Fuck you. Also. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it'd be like, oh, but I've only been here a year. I've only been here two years. So I was like, I'm like Puerto Rican. I don't have anything else. Yeah. But the longer I'm here, I'm like, oh, shit. Like now there's other things that come into play. So what I found, like, I, I think at first and I like I think Puerto Ricans and New Yorkans, we definitely see each other like because like. When, when I first moved to New York, like, I remember I, I ran into this, like, kid on the train. And they were talking about last names or something like that. And I started laughing. And the dude was like, what are you laughing about? And I was like, oh, nothing. Like, my last name is Garcia. It was something, like, mm-hmm. very simple. And he was like, what? And he was like, oh, I'm Puerto Rican, too, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, so, like, is it true that it doesn't snow in Puerto Rico? Yeah. And I was just like, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is super weird because you're m- my people, presumably, but 
it's so so different yeah but the longer i've lived here the more i'm just like no like you're my people i mean i the re i live in a park slope now um and when i moved there it was slightly before all of the before goanas became the whole food goanas mm -hmm. like hit place and it was very much puerto rican people that lived there and that's like i like that mm -hmm. i felt at home because i was like this is if i'm gonna be here alone by myself like i wouldn't be surrounded right people that's so. so interesting that curiosity of the new york community in puerto rico and do you get that vice versa no not really right so like the like, puerto ricans at back. home aren't like what's america like no right? <laughs> that never happens and nobody ever thinks i'm uh white in puerto rico either right which is a thing because people here are like you don't count you right. don't count as brown uh -huh. which happens all the time it's also like for somebody to say to you you're not that it's like well also even if you were born in the states and even if your parents were born in the states it doesn't make you less puerto rican it may, it, it may make you less puerto rican like from that place or yeah. an understanding of the culture as it stands on the island but it doesn't make you less of who you are yeah because i think about that because i'm like well I'm sure at some point I will have children and my children will be raised here, but I will raise them Puerto Rican mm -hmm. because what does it mean to raise your children Puerto Rican? I mean, they'll learn Spanish. Mm -hmm. Are they going to eat mofongo? They're going to eat all of the food. Uh -huh. <laughs> mofongo, arroz con con beef, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, all of the avocados. Con con beef. Con con beef. <laughs> I, that moving from that my mom's Salvadoran moving and from and from LA so it's just what I know and when I moved here in 2000 into New York I was like what are these people what? speaking does anyone have <laughs> teeth like it sounded like people were really? talking because with no teeth I heard somebody speaking Spanish on the train and I'm I feel like they were <laughs> I feel like they were central or they were central or southern yeah. America but they're very much uh like some sort of like Inca like they're oh, very yeah. native and for the life of me I was like at first, I was like, maybe they're not. Like, maybe they're not speaking Spanish. Maybe they're at all. actually speaking Quechua. But then I picked <laughs> up like a couple words, and I was like, holy shit, this <laughs> accent! It blew my mind because then I realized that they were totally speaking Spanish. Yeah. You and just, oh, I could not understand it. That's how I felt when I moved here, and I was like, what are Puerto Ricans saying? <laughs> and, and this is the why it's the, and this is why advertisers and uh, you know and um, people who are creating entertainment for the latino market don't really know what to do because it's not monolithic yeah and there's just so many varieties of culture but still like i was listening to your uh to the podcast with aminatu before and you asked her where she like saw herself more reflected or whatever and to me the most perfect puerto rican moment on tv is actually on seinfeld mm. it is the guy that lives like down the hall who is like dating his landlord sort of not Newman. i can't remember no 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 <laughs> um i don't know his name he made he appears frequently throughout like the whole show but the one uh, specific time is uh jerry's upstairs neighbor dies mm. and they he wants to give the apartment to elaine that guy is puerto rican and on the show he's puerto rican and when he speaks spanish he speaks spanish <laughs> like as a puerto rican and it's the best thing every time i hear it i am so happy and i always, like i'll take that apart yeah, like i just because it was so like very it felt very real to me so jerry you know anybody who needs an apartment are you kidding you know my friend elaine 
Oh, yeah, I like her. She always says hello to me. It's not promised to anyone? Because she'd take it in a second. Well, Manny wanted it for his brother, but he got deported. ¿Cómo que deported? Eso fue un pequeño misunderstanding con el Departamento de Inmigración. What's the difference? It's true. So it's okay? I could just tell her she could have it? Sure, sure. She's getting a bargain, too. It's only $400 a month. $400? Tú estás loco. Eso vale mucho más. Eso está regalado. Okay. Oye, el dueño te va a matar. Okay. In direct opposite to that, on 30 Rock when they had Salma Hayek playing a Puerto Rican. Yeah. And every mm. Spa all Spanish she spoke with a Mexican accent, yeah. which is fine because she's Mexican. Yeah. But even with her Mexican slang, Right, you this couldn't is, deal. Like, this is like watching deal. Narcos. Yeah, every which, Colum my husband's Colombian, half Colombian, half Mexican. He's like, he really wants to be in it, but he's like, oh, come on. Just like, <laughs> it's a really good story. It's it actually, is. it almost at the point is... He's a good actor, <laughs> the Brazilian guy, but I was trying to explain to someone, they're like, come on, don't exaggerate. I'm like, it's like if a French person played George Bush, but nobody acknowledged that he was French. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's very terrible. Let's go to war. <laughs> like, you're like, that's not, that's not a thing. It can't. And like, I love 30 Rock and I love Salma <laughs> yeah. Hayek, but those episodes, I just want to kill the laptop yes because i'm you know streaming them now oh yeah obviously. of course oh my god the worst <laughs> but you know and it, it's like we do you know we try not it's good to be reflected there's a it's like you're like she's one of our people too it's nice and then but when you see it done really authentically especially on a show like seinfeld and he was just like an extra yeah but they mm -hmm. and they were and somebody was made sure to make to make it feel new yorky which is pretty fantastic yeah. It would have been funny if it, you know, he's obviously in New York if he had like a New Yorkan accent and you were like, is that quite right? <laughs> I mean, I think like he does. Right. But I think they do a good, they have another, another Hispanic dude. It's like the, I watch a lot of Seinfeld. Anyways, it's the bus boy that they get accidentally fired. And his big line is, <laughs> La puerta está abierta. And he just says it like so. Puerto Rican. Uh, <laughs> This cat's gone. La puerta está abierta. La puerta está abierta. I just love it that so much. That LR thing. When you hear that accent, which I, I realized too, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was, uh, he did a, a speech in Washington. Washington. Yes. Oh, and every God. time he broke into his Spanish accent in Puerto Rico, like his Puerto Rican accent, like that shit was legit. My parents um, were both born on the island. My dad came here uh, just like Hamilton to get his education uh, when he was 18 years old. Yeah, he came to New York. And um, I got sent there every summer to stay with my grandparents. Uh, it's a little town called Vega Alta, Puerto Rico. My grandfather was the manager of the town bank, just like George Bailey in It's a Wonderful Life. My grandmother ran a travel agency called Viajes Miranda, Miranda Travel. Uh, my aunt um, owned the school supply next door. And I was, if you've ever seen In the Heights, I was sunny. I sold slushies in the summertime uh, to the kids because school starts in August in Puerto Rico. It's a sloppy Spanish that we speak. It's very like, 
It's island. It's and island. I was like very relaxed, yeah. and he was not. Lai even... is doing a dancing thing yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, I'm doing a wavy, doing... <laughs> and he was like not even trying to be like, well, you know, I'm like in Washington, so I'm gonna do like proper Spanish. It was very much like he just like let it all out, and it was so satisfying. Well, How does that make you feel? Like when you see, I mean, he is arguably, at least in New York, the most famous Puerto Rican out there. It's amazing, and I realized I've had I, I think it's. I'm glad that you guys asked me here because I've been thinking a lot about all of these things recently as I think about like my 10 year anniversary, New York, my 15th anniversary in the States, blah, blah. Um, but I was watching the Grammys and when he, when Hamilton won and somebody behind him pulled out the Puerto Rican flag, I started crying immediately. Of course, mm-hmm. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, I've, too. Never, <laughs> I've never, I've never seen Hamilton. Like I don't have any sort of, Lynn will get her tickets. <laughs> like I don't have a serious, you know. I was just like, oh my god, I was like this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, because it's so, it really is so rare that you, that I see like the people who are really like my people. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. And you know, I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. To King's College, I probably shouldn't brag, but dag, I'm amazed and astonished. The problem is, I got a lot of brains, but no polish. I gotta holler just to be heard with every word. I drop knowledge, I'm a diamond in the rough, a shining piece of coal. Trying to reach my goal, my power of speech, unimpeachable. Only 19, but my mind is older. These New York City streets get cold. I shoulder every burden, every disadvantage I've learned to manage. As I'm here longer, like I am more open to experience these things like the first time my first semester when i was in philadelphia like um at school one time i was eating at the um like at the cafeteria or whatever and these girls came up to me they were like are you puerto rican and i was like how did you know (laughs) and i was like yeah and we like this was like you know the first first or two weeks where you're making friends with everybody and i was like yeah we like talked about platano like this and that it was great and then they were like oh my god we're gonna dance on the parade float do you want to come dance and i was like no, I no, no. <laughs> and they never talked to me after that, which like fair. But it was like at the time I was like, A again, parades, no, B, I'm not like the kind of person that um dances on floats. And I don't say that's like I'm not that kind of girl, I'm just like, no. Oh yeah. But at the same time I was like, I'm so Puerto Rican, like I just came I've been here for two weeks. Like I don't really feel the need right now to be like, I'm Puerto Rican, celebrate me because I'm like, what there's right. nothing else that I could be. Connected to that is when people are what you're you know the longer you're here the more you're getting into your puerto rican pride right yeah which is why now i understand everybody like i feel like i understand new yorkans and new yorkan culture like so much more Mm -hmm. because before i'm like why is everybody wearing a damn puerto rican flag all the time (laughs) um but now i understand it and also real talk as soon as i was able to get a tattoo the first tattoo i got was a puerto rican flag yeah like a poem (laughs) <laughs> which was also great because my mom was super anti-tattoo so i called her and i'm like hi guess what and she's like you got a tattoo <laughs> so she knew and she was like what did you get and i was like well it's a puerto rican flag and it's a poem by julia de burgos which is like the number one poet in puerto rico and she was like oh, fine yeah because <laughs> she got it but oh. she's so mad and every time she looked at my arm she was like oh i hate it but i like i know that she loved it and i yeah. knew that she understood but she hates tattoos so much <laughs> um okay so we're gonna do this speed round this is exciting yes so yeah that's fun. a fun part okay um so how do you mash up i was thinking about this um 
I'm Puerto Rican. I guess I'm my Puerto Rican American, which is a crazy thing. Right. Somebody described me as that uh, recently, and I was like, I'm just Puerto Rican. Like, Puerto Rican American sounds redundant, but there is a difference. Um, and then I do have uh, my quarter Dominican, which I will not uh, deny. Okay. Don't deny that. What does well, it mean? You know, I don't know. I feel very... I don't know. I don't know, but I... They're, well, they're different countries. I, well, I thank you. <laughs> By the way, just, me. just to like, talk about our ignorance. I It isn't that recently, but it's not like that long ago. When I learned that Haiti and the DR are the same island in the last 15 years. I mean, it's a, but still, it was a little too far along in my life for it to be acceptable. I, my mind was completely blown. I've had grown people who've gone to college ask me if as a, like, oh, what language do they speak in Korea? I've had people, I mean, the first semester that I spent in Philadelphia in college, you how did you get here? Um, on a plane. <laughs> uh, do you have Burger Kings or any fast food? Which I love because all of my American friends who have been to Puerto Rico, like, we have more fast foods than anywhere else I've been in the States. Yeah. We give directions like, make a right at the Burger King, a left at the Baskin. Like, it's yeah. nuts. And I was, I'm always like, you don't even know. Like, yeah, I've been to know. more fast food restaurants than you. But also, isn't that funny that, that that's what you're bragging about? You're like, <laughs> At the same time, I, <laughs> I know. It's just like, what? like just I'm normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of Burger King, speaking of Burger King, what is your uh, comfort food? Um, surprisingly, as of for a while, it was ropa vieja, mm. which is technically not a Puerto Rican dish. I think it's, I want to say it's Cuban properly. Cuban. Mm -hmm. But when I lived in Philadelphia, um, I lived next to this uh, Latin restaurant and they had really good ropa vieja. So that was my go-to. And now it's uh, carne guisada. So it's beef stew because now I live around. But basically any sort of meaty, <laughs> stewy dish mm -hmm. with rice and beans, sweet plantains, I'm home. Duh. I'd like to later talk about how I... <clears throat> my mother almost rejected me because I hate platanos. I'm really? Sorry. I, yeah. I mean, what? where where are you from? My I mean, mom's from El Salvador. From... Okay. But I just, I don't like sweet platanos. I like what the... Tostones? Tostones. tostones. But that's just like fried... How, how big are plantains in El Salvador? They're, they're pretty big. No, like uh, culturally. Oh, I'm like, they're... they're <laughs> I'm not making like average plantain yeah, size. Like, <laughs> like, um, it's important. Okay. So <laughs> wait, also Puerto Ricans pronounce... All the letters of the word tostones. Yes, I, I think so. I, like, I just because sometimes my Cuban friends are like oh, I think uh, <laughs> we eat more of like the last syllable is the one we mm. breathe more. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I'm around when I'm around my Puerto Rican um, friends, uh, my accent sort of I be, I it blossoms. Yeah, it's really weird. Like I'm I'm dating somebody new, so now he like really realizes like as soon as you see her it's like you drop a switch but it's weird because i don't think i'm ever making an effort to speak like a better english around people but for some reason when i'm around them i'm just like yeah you know like we're gonna go over here and it just comes out. i know gosh I, really I, I, let's bring her out right now i wish it wasn't so early in the morning as we record this if i was a little 
drunk oh yeah oh baby it comes out i'm just like what and then i'm just like i don't know what i'm talking about it's just like a very i guess i know but then you become a new eureka yeah okay i see you okay i love her um what's always in your fridge sofrito duh recaito which are different what's your um favorite puerto rican slang oh there's so many good ones do you know what's actually really good? The Wikipedia page for Puerto Rican slang. <laughs> I didn't know there it's was such a thing. a wonder. It's true and real um, and very accurate. Okay, let's see. Um, I say brutal all mm, the time. Yeah. Um, which is like when something's cool. Yeah. Um, and and then I've, I feel like I've started saying it in English because you could still say brutal and people like, it it kind of translates. Yeah, context, yeah. Um, my favorite saying is, uh, ¿Quién le dio vuela en este entierro? Which I also, I love translating the sayings into English because they're really funny. It's, who gave you a candle at this wake? <laughs> when people are meddling when they don't need to meddle. Um, and one that I taught a friend of mine that she really liked was, ¿Ese huevo quiere sal? That egg wants some salt. When like... Someone's boring? No, when somebody's like trying to hit on you or trying uh, to get something from you you're nah. like what's up i say we will get sal because uh, in in el salvador we say um someone's a papa sin sal and that's when they're Boring. yeah you're like oh mm -hmm. it's super papa sin sal <laughs> and now we say it just like in my family but in a totally american accent so i'll be like yeah. oh what a papa sin sal and then everybody says it now because it's so it's so good yeah. <laughs> what dating advice did you get from your mom i've got no about dating advice really mm. um but uh, as, a, as soon as I turned 25, uh, my grandmother started asking for grandchildren. Mm. 25. That's a lot of years of pressure. Every time we talk on the phone. The funny thing was it was on my 25th birthday, which is how I know that it was literally because it was on my 25th birthday. She called. And she's like, Laya, tell me, baby, where's my baby? And I'm like, Grandma, I'm still here. And she's like, No, no, like, where's my baby? <laughs> and I was like, She like didn't even know my boyfriend at the time. Like, you just want me to. And then I realized that at this point, because all this time I was like, my, my grandma's going to be so proud that I'm like waiting to get married. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it the right way, quote unquote. And then I realized that at this point, she does not no. care. No, mm -mm. she doesn't. She mm -mm. just wants a grandchild, a great grandchild. No, a grandchild. No, great grandchild. Great grandchild. Great, yeah, a great grandchild. And yeah. every time we talk on the phone, she asks me for it. Does she threaten you with her own death? Because mine did that. Oh, no, because I know she will not die until, until she meets this baby. I will stay alive. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Laya. This was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so I know we've been talking a lot about grandmas, but Laya's mama, she is the real. I mean, she is never going to give up on wanting that baby. <laughs> no. And I have grandmas like that, so I know. Laya, let us know if you want to borrow one of Amy's. Uh, you can take them both. No problem. Uh, maybe for a long weekend? This is actually starting to sound like an excellent plan. The mash of Americans <laughs> is creating solutions every day. Every day. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget, today in Algomas, it's springtime, which for us means spring condoing. On our website, <laughs> mashupamericans.com, we have an article about rituals for moving to a new home or starting fresh in your current one. 
Boil milk on your stove. Sweep out that bad juju. Done. Doing it. And so check out that story and more at mashupamericans.com. And while you're there, sign up for a newsletter. It will arrive every Saturday morning, make you laugh, make you think, and generally feel great about how you start your weekend. The Mashup Americans are me, Rebecca Lehrer. And me, Amy Choi. Our show is produced by American Public Media and Southern California Public Radio, KPCC. We're also supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Besos. Later. Later.